Welcome back, listeners, to the Tomes of the Chaos Bard. I am DM Dave, and to the left we have... Henley! Bulldrop! Garoth and Lila! Roscoe! And Fenrir! Alright guys, we had just finished a battle. You guys have been traveling from Hayden's Hollow for about ten days now. Ran into a ruined farmland and found some stuff there. And found that it was attacked by the Trigroven. As you guys continued on, you did find a camp that had Trigroven banners around it. And they tried to hail you, but you guys speedily ran off. Then you guys continued on and ran into a group of gnolls, which attacked you. And during that battle, you had two giant orcs come in and help you. And at the end of that, you had somebody hail you, saying that it was dangerous out here in 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 no country and that is where we'll start at the end of the battle you hear somebody you hear a voice and they come in and it's still dark still can't really see anything but those in dark vision you see a guy in heavy armor he's short he's probably about five four but he's bulky like not fat dwarven bulky as he's a human okay and he's bald-headed He's carrying, he has a shield and a long sword drawn. And he sheathes it. He's like, Now, what are some adventures like yourselves doing out here? Just traveling. Just ended up here for the night and got attacked by some gnolls. Hmm. Well, it looks like the safest thing to do is to make camp. Stumpy, get over here and start making camp. I really don't know why you have to always call me. You could always ask, not just demand all the time. You see this guy come up, and he's a dwarf, and he's riding an ox, an oxen, and is kind of carrying a, a wagon full of stuff. And you see, and he's kind of just grump, grumbly doing his stuff. He hops off the oxen, and you notice how he walks. He has a limp, and it looks like one leg is just perfectly straight, and the other one, he's moving just fine. So, like, no bending in the knee or the ankle or anything? Correct. It seems to be wrapped. Oh, okay. Like, has some rods going down the side of the leg. Rather than artificial, like a peg leg or something. Correct. It's just injury. Injury. Okay. Yes. Henley still has her bow drawn, but not, like, full draw. Just, like, an arrow knocked to her bow. So you see the two orcs go over to the guy who named Stumpy. The two orcs go over to him and start helping him unload. Out of the back of the cart, you see the banners that you guys saw before, the Trigoven banners. And the orcs start To those with us them. with dark vision, can, we can't see the banners, though. They're, you can't see the symbols on it, but those okay. that do have dark vision can see the symbols on it. Where are we into in relation to each other? I kind of see you guys in a group now. Are we off mounts, on mounts? Because we were kind of both. I think most of us are, at this point are off the mounts, I think. Yeah, I think Lila's the only one that's on a mount. Uh, that's because Lila's too short to get down without help. <laughs> she's on a gigantic Clydesdale, didn't, and she's didn't like... You have, didn't you have, like, a little, little she, ladder? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah! Is that, it you folded up. rope ladder. It rolled up. <laughs> I can't kick it from where I'm at. <laughs> You're like, dang it. It's I'll just, just stay it's up here. <laughs> shifted on the horse just enough that I can't kick it with my boot like I normally do. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to look over at Boudreaux because Boudreaux also has dark vision or I would have asked my buddy over here um, or Henley because I feel less embarrassed as Garatha asking for their help, but neither one of them can see. So I'm going to ask Boudreaux. Do you straight up ask? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I say, Boudreaux. Boudreaux. Uh, yeah? I need you to kick my ladder for me. Oh, no, anything for a lady, yeah? And yeah. Don't touch it with those dirty fingers. What? what? Well, what do you want me to do? Here, use, use the hygiene kit first. Use the hygiene kit first. We do not have time for It's this. in the pack. Oh, my goodness. Don't, he goes over it. there, and he pulls it down. And I'm going to look and I'm going to act like it has. I'm going to get off of it, 
but then go straight to my pack that has a hygiene kit and start wiping my hands like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> because right, I don't know what is, he has. This is Garatha. Yeah, this I mean, is Garatha, not Lila. Lila Garatha would be doesn't like, oh, like germs. Thanks, sweetie. Yeah, no, this is Garatha. <laughs> I don't know what he has. Okay, so the the human calls up and calls out, Herla, get a fire going. You see this little gnome-like creature, very quiet, start gathering things and starts making a fire. Can I tell <clears throat> first what type of gnome it is off the top of my head, like just from glancing, and I, what type of dwarf it is, like from clan-wise? Clan-wise, you can't tell what dwarf. Or like mountain dwarf, hell dwarf. Doesn't matter. I would say no on that. Okay. But because Lila is a forest gnome, mm-hmm. you would be able to tell the difference between a forest gnome and a, and a rock, rock gnome. gnome. And this one is a rock gnome. Oh, okay. And the rock gnome has sandy curly, sandy braided hair. And she has hand crossbows hanging at her hips. Oh, hips. Okay. They look different, though, than normal hand crossbows that people would normally see. So the short human kind of stretches a little bit she's this sword swings his kind of sets his shield down and he's like so you guys are just out here traveling then everybody else in the in his group so there's two orcs there's a gnome you do see a tall slender hooded female walk up as she draws her head hair back you notice that she's an elf and she kind of just starts helping set up camp. And Stumpy the whole time is complaining and talking. What kind, kind of, of elf? Adventure. It would be a wood elf. Wood elf? Okay. So I'll approach the guy because I'm probably, I don't know, probably 20 feet or so away from him. Mm-hmm. I'll walk up to him. I'm like, yeah, we're just, we're traveling from, we're traveling to Avalon. Um, thanks for, for your help. And, and who are you? The name is Ivan. And this is my... My group. We're bounty hunters. Bounty hunters, huh? Are you looking for someone specific, or are you just out here at the moment in the right place at the right time for us? We're looking for a group. We were hired to look for a group to stop them from making their way to Avalon for some reason. And so I'm just curious on why somebody of my employer's status would be looking to stop a group of adventurers what kind of problems they would have caused him so that's why I ask you I'm sure there's plenty of groups heading towards Avalon I mean it's it's a big city isn't it it is a very big city I was just curious if you guys have uh, upset anybody of lately Boudreaux you upsetting people again what I I I, I, I I don't know. <laughs> Fenrir, you're singing any mean songs about people over there? No. Who's your employer? Maybe we could Maybe shed we an eye. Help. That's confidential. Yo, but we- if you guys are not the people we're looking for, then you have nothing to worry about. We can just spend a nice evening. We'll cook you up some food and... Just have a safe evening together. Oh, that's a good idea. You know, uh, I got some rations that we can share, yeah? No, 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 no. We're not going to deal with rations. Now you get those concerned rations out of here. We're not going to eat that trash. We got a full meal here. What you got? Is this Stumpy? That's Stumpy. (laughs) Yep. Old prospector. (laughs) He is an older dwarf. He's kind of graying. A little bit. Uh, see, in my head, he had like, like, the super long, gray or almost white hair, but it's completely bald on top, or maybe just like one or two patches. It's like <laughs> a he's nest. like overgrown. He's really patchy. <laughs> <laughs> he really should be called Stumpy and Patches. <laughs> no, he's actually completely bald, <laughs> and, and he has not- he has the hair. He has the beard, so it starts out short on the side of his head. And then as it goes down to his chin, it gets longer and longer. So are we talking but like... he's bald. Like he's clean shaven right where his chin is. It's just to paint the picture. Henley is just like kind of frozen in place. She's not really reacting to any of this. What? Did you need help making any din? 
I'm a pretty good cook myself, you know? <clears throat> Make sure he washes his hands if he's going to help you cook. Wash hands? What does it look like? We're not going to waste water washing hands. That's I such have, a waste of water. We I don't have, have any water around here. We I don't have a hygiene kit. It's fine. You can, you can use that if you need to. Mm-hmm. I like, like he this puts guy. those things. I'm going to go with you. <laughs> puts those things where you don't want to know where people put those things. So... Make sure your wash is something, wipes things down, whatever, sanitizes. Boudreaux looks at Roscoe with permission to go with uh, uh, Stumpy. Have at it. What did you? And he walks over to help Stumpy. Where did you pick up that lady? <gasps> Where did you pick up that lady? <laughs> Always wanted to sanitize your hands and everything. God. Who does that? From... It just has a little flavor. That's what I say. Um, let's get her cooking now. Okay. So you go over and you guys start setting up. Uh, Herla has set up the campfire, starting going. Stumpy and you start carrying over the kind of a big, um, I'd like to say cauldron. Cauldron pot. Probably a pot. Like a Because cauldrons pot. are huge, right? Yeah. yeah. So just a little cooking pot. And they have meats and potatoes and, and carrots and stuff. There seems like he's going to make some kind of stew. Okay. I'll help him peel potatoes or cut them or whatever he wants me to do. Okay. When they do that, while they're doing that, I'm going to lean over to Roscoe and say, I'm not touching that. <laughs> I'm not touching that, boss. It'll be fine. No, I'm not touching that. <laughs> It'll be fine. Um, so you guys are heading to Avalon then, Ivan speaks up. Yeah, we're just making our way. No hurry. Normally only traders go there. What kind of traders are you? Um, I mean... I don't see any supplies. No, we're, we're just out. You know, we just left our town and we've decided to go check out somewhere new. Where did you guys come from? Well, just a town back there. Nowhere, nowhere exciting. I'm sure you probably haven't even heard of it. Well, I'm quite familiar with these parts. Try me. Uh, it's a little town called possibly Hayden's Haven. I've heard of Hayden's Hollow. I haven't heard of Hayden's Haven. Did it have a name change recently? Maybe. So tell me more about this group that you're looking for, and how how high's the bounty? The bounty on it is about 500 gold. I'm not sure why we're after these people, but price is right, and I'm familiar with these areas, so I've been sent to track them down. All I know is that there's a there's a bard, and there's some halfling, and some weird dwarf, and a ranger, and some kind of mix of gnome... With fangs. But if it's not you guys, then we have nothing to worry about. I'm going to go look at my horse while they're talking to this so that way my back's to them. Okay. That's definitely not us. <laughs> do, do they want him dead or alive? I still get my bounty either way. Have they seen me? You were standing up earlier. They're maybe not necessarily paying attention to you. Can I try and sneak away? You can try. I'll give it disadvantage. She disadvantage. Hide behind my horse. Just the, take two steps. I was right by my horse and the dead knolls over there. Right, but you got the other other people walking around. Oh, okay. Because there's five of them. <sighs> okay. Six of them. I'm still gonna. I'm gonna attempt to hide. Kay. And if they see me, then it won't. It'll just look like I'm crouching down. Okay. Just a disadvantage. Which means you roll the die twice, the the 20-sided die twice, and take the lower number. And you just want me to roll a stealth to hide? Yeah. 16. Okay. You're able to hide, but you, as of right now, you don't know if you're successful or not. Mm -hmm. So they did, the two orcs have now finished setting up the Trigroven banners around. And we have a fire going, right? And there's a fire going. They set up the 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 banners kind of in a circle of like a 30, probably about a 40-foot circle. So there's still plenty of room to move inside of them and everything. You can move outside the banners too. They just have them set up in, in about a 40-foot circle around the campfire. Campfire's in the center. The wagon is in kind of near the end, near the outskirts of the 40-foot uh, range. Sumpy, how long is it going to take you to get that stuff done? Well, if you quit, or if you quit hassling me, then I'll get it done faster. 
All right, just checking, just checking. Am I easily recognizable as a bard? It really d- depends on what kind of bard you are, because most bards will wear very flamboyant, very colorful clothing to kind of get the attention. But where you're more of a storyteller, study bard, I would think you probably would wear more plain clothes. I don't know what what kind of clothes is. Probably more of a traveling cloak right now too, because it was. You dark. do have your loot, though. Lots right. of people play loots. Yeah, I mean, me being me being a new bard, like right now, I'm just wearing like leather armor. I'm just trying to figure out if he knows. If <laughs> Ivan knows this is a group. Hey, Ivan, how long have you been bounty hunting? Oh, I've been bounty hunting for probably about twenty years. Who's the most famous guy you caught? The most famous guy. Well, I did find, I did catch one guy. That his name. He's been doing this for 20 years. Like like, he's got to know this is the group, right? He's not huh? like... Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he knows right? who we are. <laughs> so, and we're not carrying supplies. Can I roll like a, a perception check just to see if I can tell, although I'm playing dumb, if he knows that we're what he's looking for? You can roll an inside check inside on what, check. He, what he was talking about earlier. I think my most bountiful haul was when a, a princess ran away. And I was able to retrieve her. That cost that. That was quite a sum. That got me about ten thousand gold. Whoa. Yeah. What do you do with that much gold? I invest it for a future cause. Well, I rolled a five. Okay. No. You're kind of oblivious that. Okay. Maybe we're in the clear. Maybe he doesn't think so. C- can I try and sneak now? Cause would you? How much time has passed since I, I hid? It's probably been about thirty seconds or so. Oh, only thirty. Okay. Can I do an insight <clears throat> check to see if verbally there's any verbal cues because my back is to them, or not so much? Like tone of voice. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can do that. Okay, I want to wait like five minutes and then try and sneak off. Okay, I'll let you. I'll let you know. So Ivan, where are you supposed to take this group? All I know is that I'm supposed to deliver them to. Hayden's Hollow. After that, I don't know what's going on with them. That's a non-natural 20. Okay. By his tone of voice, you can tell he's being kind of a little sarcastic, like, I know it's you guys. But if you guys want to play this game, we'll play this game. So at that point, I'm going to like be inspecting my horse and stuff like that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Lila come to the front and say... Hey, boss man, will you, uh, will you come over here for a second, sugar? I, I, I need to take a look at my horse and see what you're seeing, what uh, I'm seeing over here. Uh, excuse me, Ivan. I'll be right back. Of course, over. of course. Hey, Ivan, what are the chances you let us continue to go to Avalon? I would let you go, maybe for a price, but I'm really interested on why... Somebody would want you guys caught. Because you guys don't seem much I of a threat s- to me. I can still hear them, right? Yeah, you're kind of walking away. Okay. So I'm going to... Because you don't seem to be much of a threat. So as... he's basically just dropped it right there. Pretty much. I'm... Yeah. I'm catching on to the cues. I'm going to stop walking over to her. <sighs> and I'm going to turn around. I'm like... Ivan, can I talk to you in private for just a minute? Kind of captain to captain, as one might say. So you're the leader of this group. Well, that's what they tell me. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it varies on the decision, but that's what they tell me. Is I'm, I'm, I'm kind of leading this adventure. Sure, we we can talk in private. So he he was still standing, and so he he'll walk over to you. You guys go off. I don't know, 20 feet? Yeah, just probably out to the, the outskirts where, we, you know, everyone can still, obviously, those who are paying attention can still see us. Mm-hmm. Um, have I noticed that that um, Henley here is kind of... She's hidden and, and nobody's... Poof. Yeah, she's seems to be gone. Okay. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, have I caught on to that? Or is it just, do you think I've just probably at that point... I would probably think that, like... After you 
Did you want kind of noticed? You probably would have done a head check. Do like would you want me to roll for it or something? No, I think I think it'd be fair to say that you're keeping tabs on everybody because as he's talking, I can kind of imagine you guys kind of like looking at each other. Like, kind of like who's gonna one, talk? Is it? Are two. we gonna tell him? She's this? too busy making food. Dude. <laughs> She's like, Boudreaux's busy. Boudreaux's making friends. They're having a great conversation. Guys, I'm the only one that's smart in this. <laughs> <laughs> They're having a great conversation of what seasonings to put in the seasonings. Oh, and I have pulled out my seasonings. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and we're sniffing every single one of them. They're carrying around some like. <laughs> Or it's, it's, just randomly like, it's oh, his nope. special nope. seasoning that he uses for poison spray. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so you guys walk off to the to the side, mm-hmm. and he kind of just gives you a look of like, "Go ahead." First off, how much of this group do you actually know? Like, did they just tell you to find these five people, or did he give you? Did they give you any details behind it, or? I mean, I know you've said it's confidential, but I'm curious how much you look into your bounties and you know the details behind it before you act and if information might sway you a little bit. When I get reached out to, it's normally because it's urgent because I'm good at my job. You definitely look like you're good at your job. I mean, you've got the gear for it. You've got, you know two giant orcs helping you out. I mean, your armor is is full armor. I mean, look at me. I'm a clinker here. I'm running around with all sorts of random pieces, so. I just imagine, like, in his head, he goes, ta-da! <laughs> ta-da! I don't look into much. I really, it's really important to me on who hires me. And so when this guy hired me, I was interested. And so I took it. If... It piqued my interest. If I'm honest with you, will you be honest with me? Of course. I see no reason to lie. You guys aren't going anywhere. Well, no. (laughs) No, we're definitely not. Um, My name is Roscoe. And I'm the leader of this group. And we are most likely the group you're looking for. He's kind of nodding in like, yep, I know who you are. Can I ask, although I'm pretty sure I already know the answer... And I don't know that it will change anything. Who it was that sent you. I take my job very seriously. So that information I'm not going to tell you. But what I will tell you. Is that the person. Who wants you. Wouldn't hire me for. Any other reason. Besides getting a job done fast. I'm just interested on... This is going to end one of two ways. And I'm hoping it ends in the the better side, the way. Um, We're not, I mean... We're new to this. You just saw us. We about got our butts kicked by a group of gnolls. I'm not not in for another fight. Especially right now. We're going to Avalon to try and save Hayden's Hollow. Save it? What do you mean? There's, without giving too much of my information away, um, but I've also learned recently from some friends of mine that, you know, honesty is, is important and, you know, just being forward. There's some stuff going on right in Hayden's Hollow that just isn't adding up. And there's a gentleman there who is trying to buy out the city, but we feel like he's trying to buy it out the wrong way. We're not out to harm anyone. We're not out to cause any problems. But the people in that city that that I've grown to know and, and care for, they've worked so hard and they've been through so much for that city for it to not be theirs. And And we just get bad vibes from this guy, the encounters that we've had from him. You know, the the encounters that we've had while looking at things that have mysteriously broken around the city and stuff all point back to him for some reason wanting this city for something other than making it a good city. So we're not we're not out to 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 kill anyone or to hunt anyone or 
not even stopped the sale. We're out to, I mean, talk to the lady who this is all happening through and get her side and see what she knows and see if we can't come to, to a compromise. I mean, at the end of the day, these people will defend that city and I will be there defending it with them. But none of us here want bloodshed. We just want the city to prosper the way it deserves to. You see him kind of just does nods of like understanding and interpreting the information. He's pretty stone-faced, just kind of taking in the information. Seems to me that you really care about this Hayden's Hollow. It It's what? the first place since I've left home that I feel like is a home. I did a lot of traveling. I did, you know, trying to trying to find myself and, and what I'm good at. And, you know, so I've learned, you know, different different things and different fighting techniques, which apparently aren't working out in my favor if you watched any of that last fight. But I finally made it there just in time to, you know, participate in a little bit of a, a fight between some evil monster creatures and, and the people of the city, and they were defending their city to the last. You know, they weren't just, they're not just going to hand it over. These are, you know, refugees who have come from all over the area to make a home. And it's not right for someone to come in and try and take it from them. If he truly cared, if, if the person that I'm assuming is the same person that we're both talking about, which it might not be, but if it is, if that person truly cared, he sure has a funny way of showing it. And the rest of your crewmates here, they they're, feel the same? They're all along for the ride. Yeah. I mean, we've got, we've got a bard who tells stories. We've got, you know, he just has hung out with me. He hangs out down there in the, in, in the pub. You know, we've got a friend okay. over there cooking food. He won't get into a fight <laughs> unless he absolutely has to. You know, he's just he's just there. None of us are out to cause problems. We're out to make sure that the city survives. There are good people there, and they deserve a chance to to make a living there and not be bought out from underneath them and turned into whatever is going to happen. Well, what do you decide we do then? I got no money. I can't I can't buy you off. I mean, we could have a good meal, we could sleep, have a good rest in the comfort of each other's presence. And we could get up an hour before you and disappear and look the other way and you wouldn't know. Or you guys could disappear in the middle of the night and we could pretend that nothing ever happened here. I'm we don't have money. I can't buy you off and offer you anywhere near what he's got. <laughs> I've got literally what you're seeing. This, this is this is my property. I can give you a cup of peach meat if you'd like. It's good, but but that's it's either that or come down to a fight, and none of us want that. I don't think you do either. He shakes his head no. I may have something that you guys could do for me. What's that? Oh no, side quest. <laughs> Let's just go talk over it in a, with some hot food in our tum stomachs. Tum tums. In our tum tums. <laughs> I, I would appreciate that. Such a serious guy with some little kid word. Tummy. <laughs> AKA David. <laughs> David does not. That's have what happens big when vocabulary. you. <laughs> That's also what happens when you end up with small children. You say tummy and potty instead of stomach and bathroom. <laughs> Did you make? Did you make? <laughs> yeah. But yes, let's go eat some food. It should be about ready. Has it been five minutes? It has been. Okay. So remind me what you're doing, Henley. I'm sneaking away. Sneaking away. Okay. Sneaky sneak. Away from the fire, away from everybody. Mm -hmm. Okay. She's touching us. That's a modded 20. Woohoo! Okay. You sneak away. Boom, boom, boom. And as you, like, kind of look back and glance, it doesn't seem like anybody notices you. Okay. I'm going to head in the direction of Avalon. And you're off. Yep. 
with my cloak on. Whoosh. Should have been a rogue. No, <laughs> Okay. Rangers can sneak too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he starts heading. Ivan starts heading to the the fireplace and kind of sits down. He and starts, you always have to remember that the greater the obstacle, the more glory in overcoming it. You see the wood elf, kind of like just dreamily looking at you. Like, oh, that was such a. <laughs> Look at that. That was He's going a... red. <laughs> it's because all the girls at the table did the exact same thing at the exact same time. <laughs> oh, that was that was so dreamy. That, that was such a good story. Tell, tell me another one. Can I hear this? Do I hear this? Yeah. I'm just going to roll my eyes at that and shake my head. And hair of the rock gnome's like, ugh. I need to go relieve myself. <laughs> I'm gonna like stand under my breath as he walks by, like more like throw up. <laughs> no, don't be, sister. <laughs> no, don't be. That's why you don't use the rosemary and you use oregano because it's a lot better. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I just never thought about that because I I don't get paid very much from this thing. Yeah, this should pay you more. This stuff real good. I know. I get. Everything done, and they just never appreciate me at all. You should be appreciated. We should, like, do something about this. We should. Nobody's going to eat anything until they say thank you and appreciate us. That's right. I'll hold a spoon. I'm, I'm going to be, like, wandering around while they're doing that because I'm more interested in how the horses are than anything else at this point, right? Trying to see what's going on, if I can help them. Things like that. So I'm gonna say one of the horses is probably on the other side of where they're at, and I'm gonna roll their eyes and be like, Boudreaux, calm down. No, this is serious. Food is serious, and you should be grateful you have any. If if if, if I went to my mama and she and I didn't I didn't say thank you, I'd have gotten a whooping on my tushy from a big fat spoon and it would just not be good. Stumpy, you're an amazing individual. I appreciate you, even if I won't eat the food because somebody didn't sanitize their hands. No. See, that's all it takes. That's all it takes. Just a little appreciation. I don't care if you mm-hmm. don't eat my food or anything, but a little appreciation nowadays would just go a long way. Mm-hmm. Now, you food hold go. on to that spoon, and until they say, anybody says anything, they don't get any food. That's right. And you hear that all? Do you all hear that? <laughs> you are not getting any Food and tell you appreciate me a little more. Can my pack now have come popcorn? over here by this pot and say thank you? <laughs> Can my pack have popped popcorn in it? Because I want to just be eating popcorn in the background while this is going on. <laughs> Ooh, this is going interesting. <laughs> it's nuts and seeds that have been on along the seeds. <laughs> I will gladly munch on some sunflower seeds while this is going on. Ivan, you see Ivan kind of roll his eyes. <laughs> and he, he stands up, walks over to Stumpy. He's like, you know, Stumpy. You're a valued member of this crew. Well, uh, shocks, Ivan. Yes, you are. You are the, a great cook. You make sure that all our supplies get into a safe place. I really appreciate you. And he goes and gives him a kiss on his on his bald head. And you see Stumpy back. Ah! <laughs> just whacks him. Can I do you an inside check to see if that was like uh? legit if he actually appreciates him or if he's just being oh he was being sarcastic (laughs) he was being sarcastic and you see stumpy is just he's starting to curse in dwarven start yelling at him in dwarven not nice things and ivan's just kind of like scurries away and he's laughing i'm gonna say blushes from all the swearing (laughs) i'm going to to say to him also in dwarven that was not very nice of you to call him or his mother (laughs) (laughs) And he kind of like, Stumpy kind of like looks at you for a second. He's just like, well, he deserved it, but in Dwarven. <laughs> and you sure. haven't met his mother. You're right. I haven't met his mother. <laughs> and I'm going to walk by and say, Sunflower Seed? And he takes some. Okay. I'm going to inspect his fingers while he's doing that. Oh, gosh. No, they're dirty. Okay. So I'm just going to offer him the entire thing of Sunflower Seeds to say, Maybe crush those up. They might be some good uh, seasoning in something. I don't know, Boudreaux. 
They what? might be good in something. What would you do something like that? You like trying to make flour or something? Maybe. Maybe. We could try it. <gasps> That's a good idea, Marcus. You know what? I, I just didn't want to you take them good back. Like, like, yeah, no. Okay, let's go. I have a mortar and pestle we can we can crunch them up in. Oh, that's good. Oh, have you tasted? I have the best water ever. You ever tasted swamp water? No. Now, it may seem gross at first, but you just got to taste it. And I'm going to lean in because I've had some of the stuff that he makes with the swamp water. And I'm like, it does look gross, but it actually does make stuff taste better. And I'm going to like say it begrudgingly like, <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. See, see, and he uh, like pulls out his gourd, pops it, and then like licks the top just a little bit. And then, like, set, like hands it over to it. I really hope it got that sound. Okay, so and hands it over. He doesn't care that you just did that. Uh-huh. So he takes it over and he takes a swig, swig, and he goes, starts swishing it, swishing it around in his mouth. Spits it out on the ground and goes. Mmm. 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 It's the algae. <laughs> Algae's good. Delicious kind and of nutritious. Your toes. It doesn't, that algae behind you in your toes doesn't quite. That's not algae in between your toes. And I'm going to walk away to look at another horse. Yeah, so you guys okay. sit down and you guys are having, having the meal. It's a pretty pleasant meal. It doesn't t- necessarily taste bad, but. It's pretty good. Henley, you're just wandering off. I think by this time, probably within 10, 20 minutes of Henley leaving, you guys notice that she's gone. What I have noticed prior to that while I was looking around the camp because I was going around looking at the horses and probably looking at the people too. Yeah, I think that's fair enough, but she would have been gone before Right, then. but I would have right. realized it prior to other people. Yes, yes. So with that... Can it be like after 15 or 20 minutes, like when I would go up to Fenrir, because Fenrir's probably the one that's not maybe got the least amount of people, but not necessarily next to the boss. Uh, hey, Fenny, can I talk to you for a second? Sure, what's up? How about 10 steps that way? Okay. Because I'm assuming the elf is probably right there, all enamored. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to be looking at her while saying it. Mm-hmm. Not like rude looking, right. just like. She just shrugs. That's why. And I'm going to say, Henley's not here. Huh? Shh. Henley's <gasps> not here. Where'd she go? Did she get hit? I didn't notice that she went down. I didn't notice her gone. I was worried about the food and trying to entertain these people. <laughs> <laughs> you worry about entertaining these people when a party member could be dead? He's flirting. That's what he's really doing. Yeah. <laughs> Getting some uh, wood elf side eye going on over there. I was just telling stories. She likes you. Um, huh? No, but <laughs> Henley is gone. Huh? He's playing dumb. <laughs> the only Should other elf. Her? The only other elf in camp has been enamored with you since before you opened your mouth. Henley's yeah, yeah, gone. yeah, yeah. But what about Henley? She's like, gone. Do we need to go? <laughs> do we need to go like find her? Should we like? Um, start more for like her? just w- while you're maybe walking around being in, with that enamored elf over there, see if you trip over a body or something, because we don't want to alert them if she did sneak away that she's not here. But. If we find her fast enough, maybe one of us can help her. Probably not Boudreaux because he's a, a, a circle of life shaman and we'll just be like, yeah, she returned to the earth. But you are also the only person that I know here other than him that knows any sort of spells. I can do maybe, maybe check to see if there's a pulse, but I can't bring somebody back. So just be aware. I'm going to go try and talk to Roscoe. Okay. And I'm, let him know. I'm going to try to go find Henley. Okay, but just not be suspicious about it. Take a stroll with the girl. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 don't be, no. <laughs> Can you 
feel the love tonight. Tonight. <laughs> tonight. Maybe she's just hiding in the grass for us at the moon for you. I don't know. I'm just saying, keep one eye out, but don't be suspicious. All right. Can I roll an investigation check to see if I can see where, just looking around camp, if I can see where Henley kind of disappeared off to? Yeah, go ahead. And then uh, Garatha is going to go try and get Roscoe's attention. Yeah. So I'm going to then um, more, I'm going to walk a little bit more towards the elf and say, he's all yours, sweetheart. And then walk towards Roscoe. 19. 19 for the investigation. Okay. So you wander over to where last time you saw Henley. And the wood elf kind of stands up and kind of walks towards you as well. As you're looking, you do see what looks like somebody was laying down. You see grass kind of laying down, heading south. And the wood elf is with me? She's coming up behind you. I'm going to go back over to the fire, like turn around. Where are you off to? I got you a bowl of soup. Do you want to come sit next to me? Yeah. I'm going to walk over. I'm going to take the bowl of soup. And thank you for the soup. Let's go sit over by the fire. I got to actually go to talk to Garatha for a second, but I'll be right. I'll be right back. All right. Don't take too long. I really hope you caught it at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Are you still oblivious to it? Oh, he knows. He knows. Uh, I know. I think. Okay. <laughs> I think. So we'll hold off on you going to Garatha. Garatha. While he's doing the investigation. Right. So I'm going to walk over to Roscoe and say, as Lila, I'm going to say, Hey there, sugar. Can I talk to you for a second over here? It's uh, I think it's about my horse over here. It's not looking so well on its leg. And you never did come see what was wrong and I, I just need a second opinion. That's all. Um, have I, Ivan and I, been having any meaningful conversation at this point, or just kind of, kind of chit chatting around the fire, kind of asking put, you where you got your training, and I'm sure you're asking him about his training and filling the stomachs before we get to the important stuff. Pretty much, just casual talk. Okay. Warrior so, to warrior. Right. <laughs> Big scary halfling. <laughs> How do you get your armor so shiny? <laughs> Okay, so uh, <laughs> big fat. I'll just look over at Ivan. I'll be like, uh, "Excuse me, I'll be back in just one moment." And of course. Wander over and. So we're gonna go over and look at the horse, and I'm gonna say, "I'm gonna drop back to Garatha and say, look, I actually know what's wrong with horse. Horse is fine. It'll heal in like three days. We'll be good." Uh, Henley's not here. Correct. You're not worried about that. She could be dead. I didn't. The last time I saw her, she we were in a fight. Pretty and I lost her. Pretty confident she's not dead. Yeah, as you two are having that conversation, Fenrir comes walking up. I think I seen where Henley disappeared at. So, but she's alive. You think, right? Yes. Okay, that's more and what I'm worried about. I don't want to lose a party member, especially one that's a decent shot, and that I might actually like. No offense to you guys, but you're not necessarily the most bondable people right now. In other words, you guys suck. (laughs) I didn't say that. Lila really likes them. Garatha doesn't mind them, but she's, yeah, she's got a different opinion. She thinks Um, that you talk too much and that he's indecisive. Knowing that. uh, Fair enough. Henley is probably okay, but disappeared. Ivan knows, and we are the people he's looking for. But he and I have had a conversation, and we might be able to work something out. So, uh, How much does he want? That's the only way that a lot of these people um, will. Have I, you not talked numbers yet? I told him I don't have any money, which is not inaccurate, because I don't. But he said he might have something 
that he needs done that might be able to work something out with us. All right. Well, if that doesn't work, there's that pack of copper that I found. It's not as much if you translate it over to silver and definitely not the gold he would probably get. But if that is undesirable, we could also offer this as well as part of that. Or if we don't like part of it and we say, we'll do this part, you know, negotiations. I'm willing to throw that in there because we I just found it. And right now it just feels like blood money. Okay. Cool. I'm going to go. Lila doesn't like that, by the way. Sit back down and. Okay. Thanks for uh, looking at my horse. Stir up the pot too much and see what we got going on. All right. Um, at that point, Lila's going to say loud enough, probably for the entire camp to hear. Thanks, Sugar, for looking at my horse. I'm glad that it was the same thing that I thought that it was. Um, shouldn't take too long for it to, to heal up properly then. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Did you have any more to say, Fenrir? No. I probably walked away halfway through their conversation to go eat stew. So where did you say you studied again? Right. And you guys can have that kind of... <laughs> she's wanting to get to know you a little bit. Can I be talking to the rock now? Like rolling just... A collective rolling of eyes of the entire rest of the group because i feel like he would probably be the one that likes everybody the least oh yeah you, can, as a rock gnome. you guys can start complaining and cool making fun of everybody else in the group gossiping great yes the two orcs they're kind of just walking around the perimeter kind of just keeping an eye out on things that's all they're doing can i ask What's the rock gnome's name? Herla. Herla. So can I ask Herla what's up with the orcs? Oh, those two? Mm-hmm. Well, that big fat one over there, his name is Keth. Keth Jawbreaker. And his brother is Bolg Blood Drain. They get their names from what they're best good at. Right. And uh, they're... They were here before I got here. Mm. They were here before any of us, actually. They were hanging around with Ivan. Just traveling around with Ivan? You don't know how they got hooked up? Nah, I don't care. Mm. It's interesting to see orcs outside of their horde ex- really accept anybody else without serious bloodshed. Yeah, but I'm glad they're on our side. They're they're vicious. I've seen them do some things. Whew. Wow. That bad, huh? Mm, yeah. You don't it's know what bad. horde they're from or anything either? No, I don't care. Mm, that's fair. All Most I know is they're don't. on my side. That's all I care about. Now, uh, Fenrir over here. Let me tell you about Fenrir. I'm going to go back to talking about people and oh, things yeah. I do and don't like about them. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. You guys sit there and chit-chat back and forth. Henley. Is there anything particular that you're doing? Um, well, I'm thinking she'll probably um, keep going all night and about just before sunrise, find for a place, look for a place to hide. So she can sleep. Take a nap. So I can sleep. I think we'll get all that information and stuff next time on our podcast. Well, thanks guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this little chit chat of ours. Um, we'd like to do a little shout out to. Uh, D.A. Nichols, who wrote this music, and you can check out her her original RPG called Shields of Power at drivethroughrpg.com. Also, guys, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter. I think we're on Tumblr as well on Tomes of the Chaos Bard. And write us an email and let us know what you guys think at the chaosbardpod at gmail.com. Look in the show notes for all that information. And thanks for listening, guys. I am DM Dave, and to my right we have... Fenrir. Roscoe. Karatha and Lila. Boodrop. Henley. But before I let you listeners go, as promised, I got a hold of Solemn, and he's willing to do the five-star shout-outs. And also some other shout-outs from people that just emailed us recently. So, here he is, the one and only Solemn the Chaos Bard. <clears throat> Hello? Is this is this thing on? Hmm. Okay. Well, D 
DM David reached out to me and let me know that some of you deserve a special shout out. Five star reviews. First, we'd like to give a shout out to Jello Sparks 4, titled Yes, Yes. I would say it's the bomb diggity, but others might say it's rad. Ooh, bomb diggity. Kind of like that word. Maybe I'll use it eventually. <laughs> Throw it into one of my shows. This one comes in from Stormageddon's five star. I'm excited to hear more. This is a great narrative for a role-playing game. I love the world and enjoy hearing the varieties of characters involved in the game. I am very excited to hear more from this group. <laughs> you and me both storm again. <laughs> we also have one from Rayman248. D&D for the family. I listened to this with my daughter, Sophie. Aw. Hi, Sophie. She really enjoys Boudreaux's voice, and she loves the theme song. <laughs> good, 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 good. Keep up the good work. And to wrap up the five-star reviews, we have one from BCTV1. My kind of show. I love this show. The characters are great. I'm in it to win it. <laughs> yes. DM Dave also wanted me to give a shout-out to a Brian Tolman and a William Anderson for sending in such kind words through email? Hmm. We always deal with message and sending. Never heard an email before. But he wanted to make sure you guys got a special shout out, so shout out! <laughs> and on behalf of DM Dave and the cast, he would like to thank you for listening and hope that you follow Oh, fiddlesticks! He found me. Okay, I gotta go, guys. Until next time, we unroll the scroll to tell the tale. <laughs> Bye!